Once again, it is What's Involved. So good to have you along with us. I'm going to be chatting to a guest tonight who I've chatted to, I'm going to have to ask him, I think it was a, a year or more ago, uh, but he's doing some fascinating things now. And I thought, time we caught up with him. Who is it? He is none other than Robin Pullen. Hello, Robin. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, David. Good to be back. And yes, it's more than a year. It's almost two and a half years since we last connected. Can you What? Sure. All right. Okay. Well, in two and a half years, most people may have uh, sort of that, that are listening to the channel may be going, okay, so who is Robin Pullen? So let's start off right mm. at the very beginning, do a bit of a recap. Uh, who is Robin Pullen? What do you do? And then we're going to get into where you do it and why you do it. Okay, cool. So last time we chatted, uh, you were interviewing me for the book, Get Activated. And the, the role that I was talking about is as an author, I'm a speaker, a professional speaker, a business coach, a trainer, and published author. And in the short time since COVID and since the world has turned around a few times, I've added another dimension to that of digital nomad. So living the digital nomad lifestyle. But really at the core of it all, I'm just a guy. I'm a dude. I'm a dad. I'm a partner. I'm a lover. And I, and I love to help people get activated towards their highest potentials. Okay, now let's let's talk a little bit about Get Activated because uh, it's it's a great book. And if you if you haven't got it, uh, it is definitely still available. I went and, and had a quick look. Uh, you can still get it at all good bookshops. I know it's available online. Yeah, Amazon.com is the easiest way to get it. Otherwise, just find me at Get Activated with Robin anywhere on socials and we can organize a copy for you. Fantastic stuff. Now, let's talk a little bit about Get Activated and, and why the need to get activated. So, David, the, this, the core of it is living an intentional life and not being caught up by instinct. And instinct, when I talk about instinct, it's that lizard brain. So, we all have feelings. We think and we feel and what most of us are not aware of. It's kind of like in the background. We don't bring to the foreground of our awareness. The, the world would call it being conscious. When I'm real time aware of how much my thinking is trapped or caged by the way I feel those emotions. And when you're in those emotions, you've activated your lizard brain, your, your flight, fright, fawn or freeze, that survival mechanism that's built into our being, into our human being. And when that, that survival mechanism is activated, then we're trapped in instinct. Then we say things we didn't mean to. We do things we later regret. We, 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 we engage with people in ways that like, but this is not who I want to be. We treat our children and our family in ways that we wish, we know somewhere in the back of the mind, we know how to do better, but we just don't know how to do it better. And Get Activated is about catching that moment and not being caught into those instinctive responses, but learning how by managing your emotion and using your mind and your body to live with intention. So making that shift from instinctive reactions to intentional responses. And this the little sorry, thing. Sorry, yes. the, the amazing thing is, I mean, you've been talking about this for a while. And uh, over this last period, particularly during COVID and everything, uh, suddenly the concept of EQ 
or emotional intelligence became sexy. Um, I think you, yes. were, you were talking about this before it became sexy, uh, but that is basically what emotional intelligence is all about anyway. It's, it's, it's about getting out of that fight or flight mode and being able to make and choose your your responses. I mean, a negative of, of, the, of, of, of when you're in that flight or fight mode and the reptile brain kicks in is that it floods your body with all sorts of bad chemicals as well. Exactly. And that's what we need to learn. So that, that flooding, a cascade of, let me just make a distinction, David, the chemicals are not good or bad. The chemicals are chemicals. It's what we allow them to do to us that is either resourceful or unresourceful. Um, a great way to explain this is adrenaline is, is good. Adrenaline, noradrenaline, this, this hormone that our body injects into our blood system and into our, our whole being is what is necessary for survival. And a couple of hundred thousand years ago, that's really what we did. As human beings, we were in survival state. Now, what we don't know, we don't bring to the foreground, we don't keep conscious is when, when my partner or a child or my colleague says something and I interpret the meaning that I give to what is said and the way that I feel it is said we used, but how those words were used, my body can still interpret that as a survival, as a threat and take me into survival mode. And that's where that instinct takes over that reptilian brain. And those very chemicals, which are, are good, get, get used for a not so good and unresourceful response. And the magic here, the key here, is that you can control that, that you can take control of that little mechanism and you can leverage, you can use what is a natural response with a little bit of insight and understanding how your brain works, how your mind works, how your emotions work. And you can leverage that moment to choose a response that is resourceful. And when you do that, you start to change your life. I call it you co-create your destiny. Which is absolutely fantastic. Um, we are chatting to my special guest, Robin Pullen, uh, and we're talking about getting activated, co-creating your life. When we come back, though, I want to dive into a couple of things, because just in talking to you now, um, I've noticed some things, and I want to see if, if it's just me or, or if this is well the case. It is what's involved with my special guest, Robin Pullen. We'll be back in just a bit. And we're back with my guest, Robin Pullen, uh, talking getting activated and co-creating your destiny. Now, one of the things that I've noticed, Robin, just in, in our chats and in, in, in sort of following you on social media, is your approach to the world over the last little while seems to have become a lot calmer, a lot more introspective. Is that the case? <laughs> well spotted, my friend. Indeed, it is the case. And I think what you're seeing, let's use different words, what you hear, what you see with your eyes, you hear with your ears, and perhaps also feel in your body, because what we see and what we hear, we give meaning to those, those, those thoughts, those, the, the evidence, empirical evidence, and then the meanings create a feeling in our body, and that, that feeling, that mind-body-emotion feeling is called a state. So I have slowed down. My, my speech has become more clear. My intentions, my, my behaviors and my actions, even my speech is far more intentional. And, it, and I live from a state of being of resourcefulness. 
not many years ago, three, four, five years ago, I lived predominantly from a state of being, a powerless state of being, a state of being of, of that fright, flight, fawning, which is people pleasing and just giving your codependency, giving your power away or, or fr freezing, not knowing what to do, just spending days and days in a haze, you know, in, in my mind, knowing I need to doing, do something in my heart, wishing that I could do something, but in my body, lacking the power or the ability to use my experience, my expertise, my capabilities to do anything meaningful. And with this you know work what? of, yes. You know what, I think, I think this whole concept and, and the fact that you've actually vocalized it because you're not the only one. My little uh, epiphany happened uh, last year. We just got into lockdown and I hit, right. a, um, I hit an absolute wall. Uh, I wasn't able to string a sentence together. Uh, I would sit in front of my computer and stare at it knowing that I had to do stuff and just right. being totally unable to do it. And it was possibly one of the worst feelings out. And I, and I mean, I used to right. beat myself up mercilessly for it. I'm like, now yeah. everything that people have said about you before is, 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 is true. You are lazy. You yeah. are stupid. You are this. You are that. And I ended up in this massive downward spiral. Fortunately, you know, I, I, I went and I got some help, which started me on the, on the track again. And then I thought to myself, it's time I put all the things I talk about into practice. And uh, slowly, I love it. Surely, I love what I'm hearing you say. Slowly but surely started to dig myself out of that hole. But, but so many people are scared to talk about this. And, and, and you know, I think you've now just said it. And, and to, to the outside world, if you, they were to have spoken and met Robin Pullen before, you were dynamic, you were a go-getter. Outwardly, you were successful. And for you to turn around and go, no, listen, there was times that weren't so good. I think that's amazing. I, I share my story as well because I believe mm. there are more people. So well done, Robin. Well done for, for, for sharing that. But how did you get, what was your process to go from that place and to start making this transition? Because this is going to lead us into this concept of digital nomads. Oh, I love it. So as you were speaking, David, um, I become aware that, you know, I have to say to people, the get activated message is not first about a book or a program or coaching or training and consulting, which I do all of those. It's first about me. It's first about what the heck is going on with me. I, I've trained over 108,000 people across the continent. I've worked through 11 levels of leadership, CEOs to NEO that I see. I've worked in 13 countries and I've done my, I've done the work. And, and the scary thing is when you, when I see so many people, so there, there are very few excuses. I've, I've, I've cut them down to like, there's seven reasons why people don't do what they say they're going to do or they can't get stuff done. And there's thousands. And I mean, hundreds of thousands of variations of those few things. And the scariest thing is that I could see myself in just about all of them. I could see that it's not just, I'm not just looking in through the window at your life going, shame, you're struggling. I look in through the window at your life and I go, you're just like me. I've got to figure this out. Why am, why, why is my world so taken, so hijacked and controlled by stuff that I can see, I can hear it's within my reach, but I can't grab a hold of it. And slowly but surely, um, there's a, 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 a maximum, I'm sure you'd know it, we practice what we preach. So as a coach, as a trainer, 
it's easy to pontificate. It's easy to be philosophical and tell, you know, learn how to say the say. It's another thing to walk the talk and starting to put that into practice. First for myself and secondly, second priority for my kids. I have four kids. I am divorced. They live with their mother for various reasons. And I, I want the best for them. And I find myself sitting one day going, David, if I could leave my kids anything, would it be of, of significance? If I could leave my kids something that would make their world different, would it be a house? Would it be a car? Would it be like a pocket full of Bitcoin, money? And I come to realize that the most, most powerful, the most significant gift I can give to my kids is this idea of emotional control, emotional regulation, and learning how to choose to intentionally select what I think and feel and how I can uh, choose my state of being. Because when I can do that, I truly believe I can co-create my destiny. I, co I create with whether you speak of God, whatever you speak of your faith or your religion or a higher being or the universe, the universe has my back. But when I get myself out of the way, and I put to, I calm that that flight, flight that survival network, and I and I learn to live in a state of power, create the destiny that I desire. And if I can leave that for my kids, there isn't a, a more valuable gift that I could leave for them. And I put my head down and I started to write the book. I'm blown away because this is this is a way more intense and 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 uh, real conversation than than what we've had before. And as you're talking, it's 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 making me think as well because one of the the, the realizations I came to was my imposter syndrome was massive, and I never yes. ever felt that I was good enough. So what I used to do is I would go out and do training after training and course after course after course and get this certificate, that diploma, this one. I've got, I've got a truckload of those things behind my name. And yet, I always felt like a fraud. Always. When I, was, when I was doing my training, when I was talking to people, felt like an absolute fraud. And for me, that's been part of, of my journey is to go, hang on, acknowledge what this is and acknowledge that you have worth uh, and, and you do have stuff yes. to give. As, as, as long as you can give it, from a place, and this is going to sound all touchy-feely, but if it comes from a place of compassion and a place of love, that's when you can start making changes. But my, my biggest coaching client has been myself. Absolutely. As a coach, David, I actually want to pause here. I want to make a distinction in what you've said. As a coach, I do two things. First is apply to self. Apply to self. It all starts. If I can't make this my own, I've got nothing to give. And the second very important thing I'd love your listeners to hear, and, and I resonate with what I just heard you say now about the imposter syndrome, this stuff is a journey. Just because I've dealt into imposter syndrome, let me be vulnerable and real with you. It's Friday today, 20 after, whenever we're recording this. And maybe I shouldn't have said that because you'll put it live on your show later. Yeah, um, everybody, everybody knows that I have to work from home now. They're happy with it. <laughs> So, so in this moment now, yesterday, I found myself, I have a coaching buddy. So as a coach, I connect with another guy in Montreal in Canada once a week and we practice our skills. We, we invest in our coaching skills and we, we, we do. So I coach him and then he coaches me. And yesterday, David, I was faced with my imposter syndrome in its most recent variation, in its most recent sneaky, snarling way of trying to get back a space in my life. 
and I'm, I'm a coach, I practice this stuff, I've got hundreds of hours of coaching, thousands of hours of training, and the message I want listeners to hear is that this is a journey. You are not alone. You're not the only one who's struggling with this. And even if you've been doing this work for a while, it's not over yet. We are evolving. We are, we are growing. We're like a living document. This, this book, The Story of My Life, is a living document that's been written over and over, not from scratch, but being, being, being worked on, being crafted every day, every week, every month. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely true. I mean, you know, I would I would consider myself and that was also the other thing I used to do is I wanted to get to the end. I wanted to get to the end of everything. So I wanted to finish it. So now I see imposter syndrome. Okay, let me deal with that and finish with it. Yes. It's a work in progress and it's going to be a work in progress for as long as I take breath, I think. But I want to move on uh, when we come back. I want to move on to the, the digital nomad thing, because when I saw that you were doing it. Exciting. Big part of me that was like, oh, I want to do that too. So uh, let's let's get into that when we come back. This is what's involved. My special guest is Robin Pullen. And we're back with Robin Pullen, my special guest. What's involved is what it is. And we're talking about getting activated, but so much more. We're talking about, and, and I've used this term so many times over the last year. I think we're talking about becoming more human, becoming more aware. So while we're talking about this, a little while ago, I suddenly saw what for me was out of the blue that uh, Robin is up sticks and he is going to go and walk the land like Cain in Kung Fu. Tell me about <laughs> that. What, what led to that decision? Uh, fascinating story, David. Uh, but I first want to comment on your, on your intro in this segment about becoming human. That is so true. This is a journey of coming back to myself of getting to a place where I just be me and I stop pretending, I stop, I give up on this, this rush, this, you know, trying to be someone else, something else for someone else somewhere else. And what if I could just be me? What if I am good enough? What if I have the skills, the experience, the expertise to add value, not just in business, but in life, in my relatings, in my family, in my friends, in my community, and then extend that into into business and it's in that one of those circles to answer your question david that we got this whatsapp uh, uh, partners on a whatsapp group and uh, one of the one of the girls in that group sends this this, this stupid question now it's just a little question um and it goes something like this i i quoted poorly i think it was was it reads um, if you knew you couldn't fail what would you do and this question hang in that WhatsApp chat for like a week. And my partner and I, we were talking and we, we come back to this and we come back. One day we were, we were still staying at the golf estate out in Centurion. And in the evenings we'd walk around the course. We'd do either a run, a 5K run, or we'd just take a, a walk through the trees around the course. And we started chatting. It's like, that's such a cool question. So like, really, what would you do? If you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do? And that started opening up other questions. As coaches, that's what we do. We ask good questions to get to the meaning behind the things that we are thinking and feeling. And one of them was, okay, so if I knew I couldn't fail, would I be in Pretoria? Would I be in that house? Would I be in that city? If I couldn't fail, where would I, where, where would I like to go? 
what would I like to do? And the short answer is, is, is looks like what we're doing now. We've embraced a, a lifestyle, it's called a digital nomadic lifestyle, because we realized that if I know I couldn't fail, my clients can come from anywhere. My speaking clients, my coaching clients, my consulting clients, as they have through COVID. Through COVID-19, the world has realized, oh shucks, I don't have to be in, off in an office. Actually, business have realized some, somehow our staff are actually even more productive working from home when I can't see them, I can't walk, look over their shoulder and check what they're doing. Insert in the brackets unspoken words, I can't get in their way so that they can just do what they need to do. And they've learned that like coaching can be online, virtual, training can be online, or like 98% of our businesses, which we've been asking for a couple of years now, we've been suggesting like, hey, don't you know, we don't have to meet face to face. A lot of this work we can do on a call like you and I are doing right now, David. And then other st things started to fall into place. Like right now, I'm sitting in Scarborough down in Cape Town. If I look out the window past the trees, I can see the ocean. It's a bit breezy out. Yesterday was, was, was calmer, but today's crystal clear because the wind has blown all the dust and the sea fog out. And I'd rather be sitting here in a coastal town if I know I can't fail, if I know that the universe has my back. I'd rather be sitting here than in the dusty corner of Centurion or Pretoria or Zanin. None of those places are wrong. But this is where my state will feel alive, where my body will feel alive. Here, and then until the borders open, perhaps Bali, perhaps Phuket, perhaps Bangkok, perhaps go visit my sisters in New Zealand. So if you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do? And that started this journey. Embracing digital, everything we do, okay, that's a generalization, but everything, most of what we do is already virtual. Virtual meaning voice over internet protocol or emails or um, online training, pre-recorded or live training, using websites, using all the platforms that are massively scaling. So people are doing the work for us. We don't have to figure it out. That's the digital. And the nomad is I have relinquished, I've decommitted my identity in stuff or places. So I am full stop. I used to be because I live in a certain house. I used to be valuable because I drive a certain car. I used to feel like I was more worth or I'd, I'd be able to do more because I stayed either in Joburg or Pretoria or if I was in Cape Town proper, you know, I was close to business and I could respond, I could show up. I used to feel that I, to be a professional speaker, I need to be within access of the speaking circuit where all the conferences are booked and and I, and I used to feel that I needed to be able to show up at these monthly meetings and just to you know, remind people that, hey, I'm still here, you can hire me, you can book me. Now I believe I am, full stop. So that oh. nomadic piece of, I have, we have decommitted, we've unsubscribed from the idea that to be successful, I have to be somewhere, I have to have a certain kind of house or a certain kind of car, I have to have a certain, no, you don't. To be successful, you need to believe first that you are successful and live from that state. What that, what that successful thinking creates a feeling in your physical body, in your emotional body, in your mental body. And then from that, in, in, let that flow out into who you are, where you live, and what you do and how you do it.
You know what? What is amazing? The the telling of the story is absolutely amazing, and you know, I, I as you were talking about it, I think I'm thinking back. Was it for me also? I used to define my worth by my toys. So, what kind of a house did I live in? What kind yeah. of clothes did I wear? Did I have the right watch? Did I have the right car? Right. Um, people would like me for my stuff, you know. Right. And, and one of the most sobering things is is you know, and it's not a journey I would recommend anybody sort of take willingly, but try losing everything. And then seeing yes. where your so-called friends are, because yes. it's like rats abandoning a burning ship, because suddenly mm-hmm. you're not able to supply stuff to them, and they're gone, you know, and in times of trouble, they're gone. And the few that stay, those are the ones that don't really care about the money, the status, the car, the clothes, or anything like that. And I found I've built far more far deeper, more enriching friendships since my little experience of, of losing everything. Absolutely. What you're describing there is the mistake, the confusion between human being and human doing. And oh, yeah. we found, I found my identity in my human doing, my staff, how I show up, where the truth is. And the activated truth, the higher truth, the freedom, the liberated truth is that my value is in who I am first, my human being. Yeah, absolutely. My special guest is Robin Pullen. This is what's involved. Uh, We're talking about getting activated, becoming more alive, becoming more you. And uh, this concept of uh, being a digital nomad. When we come back, uh, we're going to chat just a little bit more with Robin and wrap it up. It is what's involved. And we're back with Robin Pullen, my guest on what's involved. So you're now in the Cape, uh, Robin, but before then, where were you? You were, you were somewhere else before then. I just remember the sunsets. I didn't, don't remember the label of the place. <laughs> yeah, I've got pictures of sunsets in, in Gauteng and in the Free State. So we stayed for a bit, uh, for a short while um, in uh, Roosendal, a place just between Bethlehem and uh, you might know Clarence, yes. the Southern Free State. And from there, we went into... Um, I think it's called McGregor. No, uh, hang on. Richmond. Yes, the town of Richmond. Stayed in Richmond for a bit. And then to Table View, so the other side, Bloberg Strands side of Cape Town. And then now currently in Scarborough. And the idea is uh, find a place that, that we'd like to experience. And uh, we do Airbnb at the moment. That's the current strategy. Find a place, book it for a month, a long stay. Um, with the option of extending it for two or three months. Um, and, and that's it. That's the plan. And at, when the season comes to an end, it's like, okay, where's next? Uh, so it would be nice to say we have the next six years planned out, but the truth is we don't. We're, we're living in the moment and we're looking at what opens up, where we feel like going. Uh, there is at the back of our minds the, the, desire to go overseas, to get into Bali. Um, There's some trainings that I still want to do. So I've embarked on neurosemantics as a modality of coaching, as a skill set of coaching. So there's highest trainings that I want to attend, but they were all put on hold um, with COVID. So whether that takes us up into Egypt and then through to Morocco, or that takes us into Singapore or into Bali, it depends which path opens up for those trainings. Um, And then we'll take it from there find a place, spend a month to three in a place, and then move on. 
Yeah, it's amazing. And I mean, I, I, I still remember reading old Tim Ferriss's book, that uh, four hour work week. And also, you know, there was, was the concept of, of uh, becoming a digital nomad. And I was like, I so want to do that. But, you know, I, that's for other people. And just recently, over the last, let's say, six to eight months, I know of at least yourself included at least four or five people that have now started to embrace this digital lifestyle. I saw a friend of mine um, a little while ago, also a coach. Um, guy by the name of Brenton Nestler, and uh, yes. they also used to. Do you know? Do you know Brenton? Um, yes. Okay. Well, we literally um, he packed up stuff. They were going to go overseas. Everything happened. They've now decided to do this exact same thing, and uh, we went down to strangely enough uh, a place called Brenton on Sea, just outside of N- uh, Nelspruit, and in a little yes. town, a couple of minutes away. There he was, and we went and we had lunch with them, and I've never seen them happier. Never seen them happier, yeah. more laid back. Uh, Don Packett, another one, another gentleman I know, Don's also yes. out about walking the earth. So uh, it, it seems to be so, something that's doable. Yeah, I want to pick on something, make a distinction. I heard you say you've never seen them happier. And and just to, to like balance this conversation so that the audience doesn't have a misleading impression, uh, happiness is a state. Life can be simple or it can be hard. Well, let me rephrase. Life is simple. Simple doesn't mean easy. Simple yeah. means it's simple. We can make it complicated. We can, make, we can allow the scenario to be stressful. We can be, doesn't matter where you are, you can experience both fear and, and you know, the anticipated, anticipatory fear or anticipatory bliss doesn't matter where you are it what matters is your state of being your state of mind so to to say like you look at my facebook profile and i love sunsets i love sky art so there's a lot of like wow i'm living this amazing life but on the other side of the sunset is dinner or breakfast or a you know a difficult landlord or like even in this current place right now one of the conversations before we started this recording is i hope the internet holds and those are realities yep so just to, to you know, this is a real life. Digital is with all the challenges of digital and nomadic with all the challenges. We gave up the sense of security, the hallucination of a safe, secure house that we know where our street address is. We gave, we decommitted, we unsubscribed to that and we subscribed to something of adventure. And that adventure is exhilarating, exciting and all of that. And it's difficult and challenging and stressing stressful not stressing stressful and it shows up we, we the the relatings in our community it's we are real and the, the, so i just want that balanced view that this is an amazing lifestyle and it's still very real we have to show up every day and choose our state of being yes and i think i think your your point there is very very important you know happiness is not a place it's it's not somewhere you go and and being fulfilled is not somewhere that you go and you can do it it's how you choose to do it i mean we're on we're just out ironically outside of pretoria uh, in pretoria east and on a plot it's 10 hectares of of natural african bush and we have all the challenges there. We have all the challenges of not having power. Um, you know, then we did like we sit there and think, oh, did we buy did we buy diesel for the generator? Oh, did this happen? But yes, as I'm sitting here now in my in my office, I'm looking across natural 
African bush. I can see some mountains in the distance. I am as happy as a pig in a poke. Superb. <laughs> and that's 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 my desire for everyone. You know, anyone who's listening to this this uh, episode, getting active. It is about finding, dropping into your body, learning to understand your thinking and your feeling, and choosing a resourceful state. Doesn't matter where you are. You you get everybody gets the same opportunity to live by reacting to everything around them, or learn to become conscious and learn how to respond so that the environment around you supports you to create the life experience of your desire. Mm, yeah. And I mean, again, you know, just, just as, a, as a further sort of proviso onto the digital nomad lifestyle, this is, and you mentioned this, this is not something that you just did one day. You didn't wake up one morning and go, okay, well, stuff this, I'm out of here. You know, you've got to be in a place for it. So, if it's something that you aspire to, you have to build towards that and you have to build yourself towards that. The things and the stuff, because there's a lot of security that we attribute to our address and, and being able to just pop down the road to the, to the store, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, like anything, it sounds romantic. I mean, you know, I when we were at Brenton on Sea, I was like, I could live here. And then the reality of like, yeah, you know, but you know, then you get to see this every day. Is this something that you could do every day? And that's when the answers yes. and, and the questions start coming up. So that's wonderful. Now the book is get activated. You say you're still busy with uh, coaching and training, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Is there another book in the offing? <laughs> There's two more books coming, and I'm actually working towards the second one. So after Get Activated, I'm writing, I'm preparing a manuscript called Get Aligned. Once you become active, so now I've got this insight, I've got this, this, this resource, I'm able to make these choices towards resourcefulness. How do I start to align my inner thinking, my inner feeling, and the world around me so I can start to live in this, place, this space? And then the third book will be called Get a Life. How do you put that into practice? But I'm not quite there yet. Well, then I'm, I'm, I'm putting it out there right now. As, as soon as Get Aligned is, is ready, I want to talk to you again. Absolutely. Awesome. I look forward to it. I look forward to it. <laughs> now, Robin, if, if somebody's listening now and they're thinking, heck, I could, I could do – uh, with a little bit of coaching, I could do with a bit of help. Maybe I'd, I'm looking for my team to to get uh, some some sort of uh, access to the kind of stuff that you do. Are you willing? Are you able to do that? And how do people get hold of you? I am willing. I am most definitely able, and I'm available. <laughs> and I'd love to help. The simplest way is on socials at let the my handle is at. All one word, get activated with Robin. So get activated with Robin. If you look on, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, or just hashtag get activated. If you search activate, get activated or activated life, then you'll find me. Yeah, that's the easiest way. Fantastic stuff. I've, got to, I've just got to put in this little anecdote. Is that's exactly how I got hold of Robin again. It was literally... <laughs> Through Facebook Messenger, I was posted there. So, how does one get hold of a digital nomad? And Robin's answer was, strangely enough, right here. So, uh, <laughs> that's how we started this conversation, which I think is absolutely Superb. fantastic. Uh, Robin, yeah. any ideas as, as to how long your, your current stay in your current location is going to be? 
Or is that also yeah, so just up to... We, well, we, we've booked for two months uh, and then we'll see, because Scarborough is a beautiful place where, when the internet is working and all things are in place and depending on, on the emerging work, uh, what's the right word, not constraints, demands, the work demands, um, uh, we could stay here for another month or two or three, uh, but then the adventure is yearning. So uh, probably up up the coast, so into the garden route. Um, my partner, there's some places around South Africa that she hasn't seen, which would be lovely as long as there's internet connectivity and reliable electricity. Uh, we'd love to see some of the garden routes before heading up to Durban area, to Natal South Coast, and then out to Bali. Wonderful stuff. Well, we wish you guys all the very best. Robin, thank you for taking the time out and having a chat to us today. Uh, it's so good talking to you, and it's it's inspiring to know that uh, you've done this. And, and and the changes in you as Robin Pullen, I, I, I can see them clearly, and uh, hats off to you, mate. Mm. Thank you. Much appreciated. Great chatting to you again, David. Look forward to the next one. Absolutely. There we go. Draps it up for uh, this particular edition of What's Involved. My special guest there, Robin Pullen. Remember the easiest way, uh, just look for that uh, hashtag get activated with Robin. As I said, wraps it up to each and every one of you. Look after yourselves. Take care. Thank you for listening.